Okay. <laughs> the memory test. I've got to ask you. Choosing the right school for your child is always an important and complex decision. Its effects will stay with them for the rest of their lives, so it's hardly surprising that parents spend a long time thinking it over. For the parents of disabled children, the decision is further complicated by an additional factor. The pros and cons of sending your child to a special school like this one, as an alternative to a mainstream, probably neighbourhood school. New College at Worcester is run by the RNIB. It's full of hornblower. Oh, the Thursday kidnapping. It's a bit battered. I remember reading this to my kids. As a young boy, I spent seven years here at Worcester in the 50s and 60s. My name's Peter White. I work for the BBC. As disability affairs correspondent, I've reported on a whole range of issues for TV and radio. Today, I've come back to New College to see how things have changed since my day. Like me, Justin McLeod comes from Winchester. Now aged 15, he's in his third year at Worcester. He feels quite at home at the place. It's really good. The teachers are, are very helpful and you can do a wide variety of subjects. I especially like English. And um, the English department has a, has a great deal of staff. Um, and um, you, you do um, a lot of books. There's a lot of books you, you can um, use as for source material if you're doing a project. You went to a mainstream primary school uh, and then came here. Can you spell out for me what the main differences were? It's very much more isolated. There's you and there's the rest of the class. Here it's very much better. There's a, a lot more discussion that everyone joins in with. It's just everyone's a part of the class and because there's smaller classes as well, that helps because everyone can get the attention they need. What I got from Worcester was a very good academic education, which has enabled me to compete in an extremely competitive profession. This was made a whole lot easier by a library full of braille books, equipment especially for my needs close at hand, and teachers who had a training in the needs of visually impaired children. What some people argue it lacked was relaxed integration in my own community with sighted children of my own age. In the 50s, it was very much the policy to send children with special needs to special schools. But as attitudes to disability changed, the idea of any kind of segregation came under attack. Pressure increased for disabled children to be educated alongside their peers, and the 1981 Education Act urged local authorities to do this wherever possible. <laughs> 